Hey, welcome to the H&HR podcast. My name is Heather Taves. And I am Heidi Bolt. And we're sisters. We believe here at the H&H Hour that your ordinary is extraordinary. Thanks for listening. Hi, friends. It's Tuesday, and we are back. The H&H Hour. My name is Heather Taves, and I'm sitting across the table today from my sister and my co-host, Heidi Bolt, and she's here right by me. Hi, Heidi. Hey, Heather. Great to see you. We are both sporting golden tans. They're fleeting. They are fading quickly. quickly. I know. (laughs) You know, uh, going on vacation in January is one of my best tips to give anybody, yes. especially if you live in a cold climate, yes, go on vacation in January and then try not to be too sad that your tan doesn't last very long. <laughs> it's so true <laughs> because then you go through like the alligator phase where all of your skin is like itchy and wanting to jump off of your body. My daughter was in tears last night because her, her legs were itching and she's like, why do they itch so bad? And I'm like, because you spent eight days in the sun yeah, and now your skin is like, what's happening? We have snow here. <laughs> yes. So no, um, I think that's a great tip, though, because yeah. it's, uh, you know, then you can kind of kick the, the cabin fever a little bit yeah, or the winter blues or yeah. whatever it is that kind of starts to set in the all of the things that set in when it's been cold and you've been cooped up inside. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting because I've had a couple people, not uh, more than a couple. I've had a few people say, oh, you must have just been so upset to come back to the cold in the mm. winter. And yeah, that could be one perspective for sure. And I I am not downplaying anybody who feels that way right now, because I get it, especially if you haven't gotten to go to a warm place. Um, But, you know, to be honest with you, a couple of years, a few years ago, my perspective on winter switched because I, I used to be the person that was like, oh, I just can't wait for summer. I can't wait for summer. And I just really felt convicted by the Lord. Like I made all the seasons mm. and I purpose in all the seasons. And just like our lives have seasons, there's a purpose in the the seasons of nature yep. also. And I just felt like the Lord said, enjoy every season. Mm. Enjoy the seasons you have in your lives with your little kids and then your middle kids and your older kids and being single and being married and all those seasons, but also enjoy my seasons in nature because I give them to you as a gift. That's great. And you know, so I think like for me, all of a sudden I shifted from, yes, yeah, summer's carefree. It's warm. You get to get outside a lot. You get to grill all these things, but winter is cozy. Yeah. You know, you get to stay home a lot more yeah. and sweaters to, and fires. Yes. And- you get to kind of hibernate a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, still life is still happening, but your sort of your body and even your mind gets to sort of take a little rest, Mm -hmm. um, just like animals do, just like the ground does and trees do and flowers do and all that things. And so that really helped me shift how I view, how I actually live every day. That's good. In winter, Mm -hmm. you know, now I'm like, oh, wow, it's snowing and that's beautiful. And I love it. And wow, it's really cold. But if I go outside and take some really deep breaths, I feel like cleansed through. So it's just a, it's what this whole show is about, right? Right. Changing your perspective on ordinary everyday life. And so all of that to say, I was actually really excited to come back mm. to winter. Yeah. Um, knowing that it doesn't last forever, knowing that spring is coming, mm-hmm. and knowing that there's such a purpose for this season of my life, um, both talking the the nature season and then the act- the season that I'm living in. That's really good, Heather. I think I agree with you fully. And I was thinking that last week when I looked out the window and my boys, it had snowed like a 
eighth of an inch. I mean, the ground was still showing through. Yeah. And they were fully dressed in their snow clothing out there, loving it, enjoying it. And I just thought the fun adventure, the change of adventure that it brings yeah. is a really powerful, positive thing. Yeah. Um, and it, it makes me think of, uh, so a friend of ours who's been on this podcast posted an Instagram story last night. Um, so they live in Atlanta and um, his name is Daniel Brooker. And so in Atlanta, they don't get snow frequently. Right. Um, I saw it this. would be this more so rare. Funny. Definitely for us, it's not rare, but for them it is rare. Right. So they've got, they two days ago had pictures of their little kids sledding on not very much snow. Right. Like but an, nonetheless, an inch or two, right? <laughs> it was snowing. So the ground was covered. Yeah. So they're, they've got these fun little sleds and they're sledding. Within the next day, the snow had melted. And he posted this little video of their youngest son. And the caption says, when you refuse to believe you're in a different season of life. And it's his little boy on the same exact slope he was on the day before with the same sled, but the ground has no snow and he's trying to sled and he's so frustrated. And wow. you can hear his little voice like, ah, cause he's, his sled is not working. And then he posted, he said in his defense, this was the same spot as yesterday. Yeah. And I just thought, you know, honestly, that was a really funny post and it made me laugh. And yeah. he is such a faith-filled man of God. So I know he was drawing the spiritual perspective too. Right. And I just thought that was really good for someone to hear that. Mm-hmm. Like, understanding that our seasons shift Mm -hmm. and sometimes it is from day one to the next that it's changed. Mm -hmm. And, um, so to not be resentful of that, Mm -hmm. but to really go, Hey, today I'm going to soak up the joy of what's today because tomorrow the snow might have melted and I can't go sledding tomorrow, you know? So, and I think there's such a, I was just talking with a friend about this last night. There's such a difference between, um, reliving memories and and remembering the things that have happened in the past and being joy-filled by them and longing for those right wanting to be back in that season idolizing it you know because if I was uh, my family went to Hawaii Mm -hmm. for eight days and it was incredible we loved it we had an amazing time but this week if I were to just long to be back in Hawaii Last week, like we were, I would be missing out on the joys of today with my children. Sure. I would be missing out on hearing my son, who's 13, singing a song in the car and my daughter recording him and then playing it back. And it sounds like a grown man is singing it. And his <laughs> voice is beautiful. Yeah. You know, I would miss that because mm-hmm. I would just be like, oh, I wish I was in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish my kids were babies again. Yeah. Oh, I wish this. And there's such a difference. Between scrolling back through your Instagram and being like, wow, yeah. that being was filled such with a joy. fun trip. I'm so glad we did that. Yeah. And then going, I'm so here for today. Yeah. I'm so here for what God has for me right now in this season. The people that are here with me right now. That's really good. And I'm just really captured by that right now, probably because I have to work at that too, mm. to say like, this is... It would be really easy to, to want that season mm-hmm. that was in the past, but I'm going to be here right now today. And I'm going to not only enjoy what's right here today, but also think God has something amazing for me coming up tomorrow. That's so good. It might be new snow, might be a rainstorm, it might be something hard, yeah. but whatever it is, I'm going to be fully present mm-hmm. and I'm going to, I'm going to have hope and I'm going to trust that God knows what he's doing with my life. That's so good, Heather. I love that perspective. And I think all of us, no matter who we are, need that reminder yeah. of this is going to shift. Um, you know, just being fully transparent, the last week and a half of my life has been super rough. Yeah. Um, 
Kip and I went on a really amazing 16th anniversary, which we went a couple months early. 16 it years. Was, that's so crazy. <laughs> it was supposed to be a 15 year wedding anniversary. And then we realized that by the time we actually went, it was closer to 16 than 15. And so there was this whole thing. About, yeah. I feel like 15 and a half is worth celebrating. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll talk about that in a minute. It was fantastic. Okay. But okay. literally we got home and that same night that we got home, our daughter started to get sick. Mm. And that was a week and a half ago. And she is still sick. It's not the coronavirus, right? No, it's not. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a joke. I'm not going to make the joke. Okay. Moving on. Um, okay. But I, I will tell a funny joke okay, about that. So we're in the pool yeah, in Hawaii. And there's this woman standing across the pool. And she has on a full length cover up. And in the pool? No, no, no. She's standing outside the pool. Oh, we were okay. in the pool. <laughs> okay. And my husband, who's a funny man, but like in a kind of quiet way, quiet way, he looks over and this, her, her uh, cover up has a like think neck to knee size Corona, corona bottle. bottle. Okay. I can it. picture it. Okay. And he looked up and he goes, oh, I found the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. It was funny. It made me laugh. Yeah. That's anyway. awesome. Um, your daughter's sick. You come home. Thank you. She's sick. I had no idea where I was. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, the, the point is this, like the last, so we went from bliss, mm-hmm. you know, Paradise. vacation, you know, each other time together yeah. to coming home to a little girl that got sick and has been sick. And it's, so she's literally been in our bed. We're not, we don't co-sleep with our kiddos. Right. Not that we're like legalistic about it, but right. everyone sleeps better so, when everyone's in their, in own, their own, beds. own beds. Yes. And so our kids are not used to sleeping with us. So right. when they do sleep with us, it's like they are fish out of water, flip-flopping and yeah. kicking and pulling the blankets off. and Which means you don't sleep any. Correct. Yes. So we're on a week and a half of really poor sleep. She's been in our bed because she's been so ill. And so um, anyway, but I was thinking yesterday morning, we had to skip church, which was super sad. And, you know, just there's always that like, oh, bummer feeling. Mm-hmm. But I just felt Jesus remind me of how thankful I was that it was this week that she was sick instead of the week before. Yeah. Because there's just something about having to be away from your babies when they're sick. Yeah. And, or your bigs, you know, no matter how big I think they get. Right. Um, and she was in great care. She was with grandma and papa. So she would have been so well cared for, but it would have been hard on me if I was on vacation. You wouldn't have been able to rest as fully. No. Yeah. And so I just thought, okay, thank you, Lord, that not, I'm so sad that she's sick, but thank you that it wasn't last week. You know, Mm -hmm. thank you that, she remained healthy. Grandma remained healthy, you know, because my mama got sick this week too. And so all of the things, I think just to go, my husband teases me sometimes. He's like, you can literally find any, anything positive yeah. in the most crappy situations. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I feel like that's sort of how you have to live life in order to get through and be joy filled. About, it's a choice. Yes. It's a choice you make. Otherwise yeah. you just live in a puddle of despair all the time. Yes. Yes. So, but anyway, I just was very much thinking about that yeah. yesterday morning, yesterday morning, even though I was wiping snotty noses and fighting over taking meds and, you know, yeah. all of Not the things. Stuff. No. Um, but just so grateful that one we're not hospitalized. We're right. at home taking care of right. her and like trying to find the positive in it. So I love one of our friends preached at church last weekend on this idea of mosaic and how our little tiny, so a mosaic is, I'm sure everyone knows this, but in case you don't, it's a, it's a big picture, but that's made up of tiny little pieces. So right. it might be glass or it could be anything. 
And he was talking about how we so often get so consumed with our tiny little piece. Mm -hmm. And that's all we can see. And we miss the big picture. Right. You know, it's like my day or my struggle or my week or my thing. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, we're actually a part of this huge big picture. And that's what it made me think of when you said that. Like the Lord knew. Right. In the big picture of your month. Right. What needed to happen and where it was all going to fit together to actually work the best, right. even though they're, they're crappy things. Yeah. Your daughter being sick and our mom being sick. And, but the Lord already knew. Right. He already had his hand he orchestrating was faithful in that. Yeah. the things that were, you know, and, and I'm not, some people might hear that and say, oh, well, the Lord made her sick. I'm not saying that at all. Right. He allowed the things to happen in the best way possible for you. Yeah for your week to, yeah. for your month to be able to. Yeah. Well, his word says that the things that enemy means for evil for us, Yeah. because there is an enemy and he hates us and he hates God. He hates the children of God. And so he does throw things at us that are from him. Yeah. Sickness and illness sure. and heartache mm-hmm. and hard things. But God's word says that what the enemy means for evil, he will use for good. Yeah. And so I think just remembering that, like we either focus on like, this is so rough and so hard, or we go but God has been good in this. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's really anyway. Good. Okay. So I want to take a little bit of a turn, but still staying on a similar topic. We both took vacations last mm-hmm. week. I want to talk a tiny bit about vacationing. Okay. Um, because I think it's so important. Mm-hmm. And I know you and I have talked about this so many times. We've probably even talked about it on here a little bit. Both of us get filled up by going away. Yeah. Um, our lives here are so, we love them. And the thing I I think I love the most about going away is that I love to come home yes. too yeah. because I love my life here and I yeah. love the call of God that he has for me here. Um, but going away is what is solitude for us. It's what fills us up. And so um, we discussed this when you got back because we had a little bit of different experiences and a couple things. And I want to talk about those. Okay. So one of, so you guys, you left your kids this time. This time, yeah. Which means, and everybody understands this shorter, right? Shorter amount of time to be able to be gone because you had someone watching out for your kids. Yeah. Um, it also means vacation when you're a family of littles, it means vacation, not trip, not trip. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Um, thankfully that switches a little bit when your kids get older, which is awesome. Something to look forward to, but, um, you guys left. So I'm just, if you don't care, I'm yeah. going to use this example. Yeah, go for it. Because it's our lives yeah. and it, it can translate into other people's lives. But you guys left. We both left on a Sunday afternoon. Right after church. Drove to the city we were flying out of. Yeah. Flew out the next morning. Went on our vacation. Right. You guys came back Saturday night. Right. And then went back to church on Sunday. Right. Now, I'm using church as an example because both of us as couples lead in our church in a high capacity way. And so right. we're there every Sunday early setting up. Like it's, it's like a job. We're almost. not just attending. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's something that we do every single week as a part of our ministry in the cycle of our lives. Right. So you guys were back for that. Right. We, on the other hand, went, left on Monday, came back, we're gone a whole week plus three more days. Right. So we skipped a Sunday. Right. And when we got home, you made the comment to me, we should have skipped a Sunday mm-hmm. because we didn't miss a cycle, right. a full cycle of our commitments. Right. And it's almost like we had not gotten into REM sleep, if that makes right. sense. Like we'd been awakened right. and we weren't quite rested, you Does, if that makes sense. It, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. You hadn't removed completely yourself completely from from all of the weight that the we responsibility. carry here. Yeah. And, um, 
I, it, it got me thinking quite a bit about how important it is when we actually truly take rest that we need to rest for a full cycle. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying that's always possible. Right. And I'm not saying that you can't rest in two days on a vacation. Sure. But I'm saying when you start to recognize what actually needs to happen, then from there you're able to schedule oh, this is what this needs to look like. Right. And I think that's something that over the years, I wouldn't have been able to tell you this until you and I had this conversation. Mm -hmm. But I recognize this now. I'm like, oh, yeah, that is something that we have unintentionally realized in our years of traveling is that we needed to be gone a full cycle of work week Mm -hmm. or school week or ministry week in order for it to be like, okay. We rested. Yeah. Chris and I were talking about this when we were on our trip because we didn't feel fully like, until day six. Hmm. Yeah. And then day seven and eight were like just pure, like every, you could just sense everybody just had just decompressed. Yeah. Even our kids. Yeah. So I think that was that was kind of interesting. It was kind of a like a revelation a little bit. Yeah, that's good. And I think it can relate to anything. You know, mm-hmm. if you're um if you work a job and then some. You know, I think it's no matter what it is that you need to take the break from, mm-hmm. you know, and it can be a really good thing like serving in your church. Mm-hmm. Um it's just yeah, like that full 8 or 9 hours of sleep that we desperately need each night. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be real. I'm a 9 hour of sleep kind of girl. Yeah. And um I don't always get it, but I love it. Um, it's figuring out what is your need and listening to your body and then implementing that. So, and it was great for us to recognize that because for us, like we did need to be back on that time frame for childcare, but probably what we should have done is picked up our kids Saturday night and then everyone got to rest and sleep in and have brunch together as a family mm-hmm. and chill at home mm-hmm. on that next morning. Yeah to just, you know, decompress with our kids to complete and complete that cycle to complete yeah. the cycle. Yeah. yeah. So, and we know that for next time. Yeah. So we've learned that and, and it wasn't like it was a terrible thing. Like we no. were so thrilled to go hear our friend preach and right. see our people. And, um, you know, we had really, really great connections. So again, God used it, but for us to recognize, like it hadn't even hit us like, oh, we should take that break because we need to make sure that we are energized for the long haul right. and not burn out in these little bursts. You right. know? And it's not about it being a full week or a full anything. It, it's the principle. Right. Absolutely. This is, this is what I really want people to understand is paying attention yep. to the ways that you rest and mm-hmm. what works and what doesn't work. It's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's like eating. Right. You know, what foods work for your body, what foods don't work for your body. Right. You know, what... Um, what ways of resting work for your body mm-hmm. and they're different for, you know, they're different for your husband than they are for you and they're yep. different. And so it's paying attention to, to God given principles of rest, God given principles of nutrition, yep. of seasons, just like we talked about and going, Oh, there's a purpose to this. Yeah. This is meaningful. Uh, we had a interesting conversation. This is the other thing I wanted to say about this trip. Uh, four years ago, we went to Hawaii and I think I've told this story on here before as well. We went up to the top of Mount Haleakala mm-hmm. and we watched the sunrise. You have to get up at 3 a.m. And we had one of the most amazing, spiritual, breathtaking encounters we've ever had. Yeah. Like All a holy moment. It was a holy moment. Yeah. Four years ago. 
And the conversation was had before we went, like, hey, are we going to go back to Haleakala again and go see the sunrise? And I can't remember who said it. One of us was like, I don't think we should go again. Hmm. I don't think we should mess with the memory Hmm. and the moment that we had Hmm. in that moment. I think we need to say, yeah, we're not going to do that. Let's have another adventure. A new experience. A new experience. And it doesn't mean that you can't ever do something that was great again. Sure. Yeah. For us in that particular instance, it was like, man, that's memories are really important. Mm -hmm. Memories are things that we talked about it earlier. You, you go back to them, you think about them, you know, and if you have a painful memory, replacing that with a new memory is also so important. Right. Um, but we decided not to. And instead, we went and we found different adventures. And those are adventures that now we're like, when we think about going back to Hawaii, to Maui, the second time, we think about those things. Yeah, that's great. And like, we didn't try to one up the one that had already been a really powerful yeah. moment for us. Uh, so I think those are important things to think about in life too. Like not having to always recreate something that's mm-hmm. been really great, but going, God, what do you have that's new for me to yeah. experience? God is a God who's constantly moving. You know, he's the same from yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He he doesn't change, but he's not stagnant. He's right. never, he's always moving and doing something. You know, yeah. Psalms say, sing a new song unto the Lord. Yeah. You know, and he and so he is he he sets that standard and that example for us to go, what what new thing? Mm-hmm. Am I going to experience today, Lord? What new thing am I going to see you in today? That's really good. I love that. Um, I think I'd liken it to you saying God doesn't change; like His character doesn't change, right? You know, but yet He He's always moving us. Yes, yeah. because it's that it talks so much. The Scripture talks so much about being a follower of Jesus, which means He's going somewhere. Yeah, and you know, if yes. we're standing still, yeah, we're not. Yeah, if you're playing and follow the leader, you're not. It's, you're moving. <laughs> well, it's creating that distance between us as yeah. He's moving. Yeah, but His character is what stays That's the right. same forever. Yeah. So, well, and it was so neat because we did did choose another adventure mm-hmm. and we took the road to Hana, which is a really long, windy, curvy, mountainous road. How did you feel about that? I know you don't um, love those like mountainy road experiences. You know, it wasn't too bad until a few hours in, a couple hours in. And then Bennett and I both, my son, we both got a little woozy. Mm. Um, we didn't go the whole way. It's nine hours if you go the whole way. Oh, wow. Um, so we only went part of the way. But by the time we we were like, eh, we're not feeling great, we were ready to turn around anyway. Yeah. So it was yeah. okay. But we, the only way that Chris and I could really describe it was that we felt like we had been transported into the Garden of Eden. Hmm. The the foliage, the trees, the flowers. There, I mean, there were things. I just my mouth. I I think I probably had drool running out of my mouth because <laughs> I couldn't close it because I was just like, oh. Like true what awe in the world. I've never seen anything like that before. It was just breathtakingly mm. beautiful. And we ended up at um, a place where it was a bamboo forest. And so just imagine these, you know, I don't even know how 20, 30 feet tall bamboo trees and they would blow in the wind and it was like wood creaking cool and so it's so cool it just was a sound i'd never heard before you know yeah. it was really really cool and you'd walk back it's it's not i mean there's a path sort of but it's not like paved or anything you know so you're basically crawling down these i mean i did think that i was maybe gonna fall and like break my leg a couple of times oh my gosh was, you know you're I'm not 10 anymore. I can't just scamper <laughs> down these rocks, you know? So I'm like delicately like, oh, I'm going to fall and break my ankle. But we made it. So you crawl down these rocks to this, this spring where the 
waterfalls are running from water off the top of Haleakala, the mountain, and it's freezing cold. And you can jump off the cliffs into this water. And again, it was a holy moment. Yeah. Different, mm-hmm. but holy that's and cool. precious. And so that's a memory we have. And so I just, I just want to remind people, like, don't be afraid to do something new. Yeah. Don't be afraid to say, yeah, that was awesome last time we did that. Yeah. But what else do you have for me, God? Yeah, that's really cool. What else do you have for my kids and I to experience? I love that. What other adventure do you have for us? And I think it can be in little everyday ordinary moments of life too. I know like one thing this year, I haven't really like landed on a word or a phrase or a goal for the year. But one thing that I thought was, huh, I'm going to try new things in my everyday life experiences. Simple example, like when I drive through Starbucks, I'm going to get a different drink. Yeah. And I'm just going to start seeing, or when I go to my favorite restaurant, I'm going to order a different meal. Yeah. You know, instead of just the same thing, you know, going Sunday after church and ordering the same drink and the same meal, and I'm going to switch it up and just see, like... I'll win some. I'll go, wow, I really love this. And some I'll go, I liked my old meal better. Right. You know, so those simple things of like, this is, this is how I would drive this route to this store. Like I'm going to switch it up and I'm going to go this way. So good. Just to give my brain like new perspective in my same ordinary moments. So good. Um, So I I think if you're listening and you're like, yeah, well, I can't afford to go on adventures or I can't, I can't travel. I'm wheelchair bound or I'm a college student and I have no money and I have no breaks. Like what are the things in your life that you have, you're doing every day anyway, that you could just simply tweak and switch up a little bit That's right. in order to go, this feels fresh and new. This is a little different. And this feels a little mm-hmm. bit different. And therefore I feel excited about it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we, we, um, when we were first married and had zero money, I'm, I mean like zero money, like full on no money. Yeah. I mean, we, we've all been there yeah. for, lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. We did some fried bologna sandwiches, which I know makes you gag, but yeah, it did me too. I mean, ramen noodles make me gag too, (laughs) but you know, and that's my example is we, you know, chicken ramen and noodles, chicken flavored. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's tomato. Yes. I And all of a sudden you have tomato ramen and grilled cheese and it's a totally different meal. Yes. You know, so. I literally remember that exact same experience when we were newlyweds, uh-huh. like standing in the aisle of the grocery store, looking at all the flavors going, wow, we can switch this up. We have so many options. So there's like seven flavors. <laughs> I love that. But it also makes you go, man, God was so good then. Yeah. And he was so faithful to us. And now, you know, in a totally different season of mm-hmm. life, in a much larger home with a much larger budget, mm-hmm. with groceries that get delivered to my door. I know. It's insane. Then it's like, okay, God, you, so many things in my life had changed Mm -hmm. just from the way I get my groceries as a small example. Mm -hmm. But the God who loves me hasn't. He's the same. And his character Mm -hmm. has remained the same. Yeah. And the sense I have when I'm spending time with him in his word is still the same. Right. Because it's still the father that I'm meeting with. Okay. So that's our challenge to anyone Mm -hmm. listening. Change something up yeah. today. Do something different yep. today. It can be something so small. Maybe it's something big. Maybe you're supposed to quit your job yep. and go start a business. Yeah. Maybe you're supposed to start a podcast. Yep. Maybe you're supposed to do something different and it's been, you've just felt a little stuck and yep. all it takes is just a little switcheroo, yeah. a little switching it up and all of a sudden you might feel yourself come alive. Yeah. You might feel like, oh, 
that's what I needed. Well, and I think this is a word for somebody. This is actually, uh, I think we're going to talk about this as a full in the next, in another podcast. But okay. one thing I feel like someone needs to hear and know is sometimes you have to go scared. Yeah, you And do. it's important to be aware that scared and fear are different. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's right. Fear is something that the enemy tries to put on us yes. as to cripple us. Scared sometimes can actually be almost like a holy reverence yes. of, I have no earthly idea what I'm doing, Yeah, but I'm going to obey <laughs> because I know this is God. And so I'm going right. to step into this and I am scared silly. Yeah. Uh, and that's God, okay. Yeah. That is okay. And that's actually where you want to be. Yeah. That's where you want to If God yeah. doesn't show up, I'm screwed. Absolutely. I'm going to fall flat on my face and look like an idiot. Full on failure. You know, and yeah. that's, you're right. It's so good. That's yeah. where you want to be. So we'll launch into that conversation in another episode, but um, I think that's for somebody in this topic as well. Yeah. That's so good. Well, thank you so much for listening. We are honored that you give us 30 minutes of your week and um, sometimes an hour. Sometimes. The H&H hour or less. <laughs> Should we change the title? <laughs> Holly, we need a new logo. <laughs> I love it. The H&H podcast. Um, there you go. But, you know, we we really, we know you have so many options and so many choices. And the fact that you click on ours, mm-hmm. on our voices is really humbling to us. And, and it's very honoring. And we yeah. thank you so much for that. So we just pray that your weeks will be so filled with God's goodness and his presence. It's there. Yeah. And just open your eyes and see it and lean into it. Yeah. And he will show up for you in the most amazing ways. And hey, message us on Instagram at the H&H Hour or Gmail, the H&H Hour at gmail.com. Tell us what you've switched up this week. Yeah. So in the next seven days, I want to hear what have you switched up. Sounds good. Maybe we'll share some of them. That'd be fun. That would be fun. On a future episode. Well, thank you so much. We will chat with you next time. 